Hey guys, welcome to episode 191. We are getting close to that 200. <laughs> welcome to episode 2 of the Corona Files. This is another episode that I did via Zoom, a Zoom call with my dear friend Vicky Farewell. Vicky and I met, you're going to hear all about it, you know, doing show choir stuff. She's an amazing piano player, composer, all this stuff. I'll introduce her in a little bit, um, but you're going to love getting to know her. She's worked with some incredible acts, and she brought music from those very acts to hear and share with you guys. So I really think you're going to like this episode, getting to know her, getting to hear some badass music. Uh, we had a beer together. I was double fisting coffee and beer. It was a very fun experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird man it is it's you know this show has been uh the the coolest part for me in the past about doing the show has been hanging out with people in person you know getting to know people better inviting them to my house walking around with rupert all that kind of stuff you get to know each other um but the coronavirus is keeping us from doing that so this whole period when we're doing you know uh, the Corona files we'll be talking about the coronavirus and how it's affecting us and this will be kind of a time capsule uh, as to what we were all doing and how we were all getting through it and so I'm excited about this whole series of people that I get to talk to and I have uh, interviews coming at you well, you know last week's was from Canada this week's is right from uh, from here in LA and then the next few weeks are going to be all around the country and uh, it's I think it's kind of a cool series you know kind of on accident peeking into how artists and other you know friends of mine and part of our you know human community are getting through this weird ass time so that's what today is you know and uh, normally i hype kind of projects or, or live shows and stuff that are going on but there's none of that right now <laughs> i am doing all kinds of cool projects uh like quarantine collaborations and stuff like that that i'm posting on my personal instagram which is at ninja knutson k-n-u-d-s-e-n so i strongly suggest that if you're looking for some fun video content and like tunes like that i'm doing a ton of recording and quarantine collabs and stuff so definitely you know look at my instagram if you want to if you're curious about that type of stuff because there's all kinds of cool stuff going on but uh, all in all i hope that you are doing well and i hope that you're healthy and safe right now and uh, not more to say really about that. Oh, I do mention this in the show, but I just, you know, I wanted to mention something that I almost edited out last, last week, um, but I, the show had just gone up. Uh, it, was, it was a weird timeline, basically. But during the show, uh, me and Anthony King got into talking about how uh, grocery store workers, it was weird that they weren't getting sick. Um, and then that evening, it was that very evening that I, that I read an article about the Ralphs that I shop at um, here in Hollywood, um, on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, or sorry, Sunset Boulevard, um, that there were 19 cases of COVID in that, in that one store and the employees there. And uh, I felt really dumb. And I, for thinking that, you know, I'm not keeping like, you know, really informed about that. I just, I had just assumed, cause you see the same people every day that they weren't getting sick, but, um, or week to week, I don't go every day, <laughs> but uh, either way, I felt really bad that I'd said that and then didn't, you know, and didn't, uh, have time to edit it out but that being said you know i'm just thought i'd address it here and then i address it again in the show uh, this coronavirus thing is really serious and so maybe just it's uh, appropriate to have another special thank you to everybody that's working on the front line and protecting us and serving us and you know while we all stay at home etc it's obviously a safer place to be than at, at the grocery store interfacing with every human you know um, but anyway, I wanted to kind of apologize for for that little bit. Um, but that, but again, I meant you know it was an accident, and I mentioned it in this episode when I was talking to Vicky, and I wanted to just mention it again here that it was just a little accident. I know I, I didn't mean to diminish that people are getting sick. It sucks ass. It's 
freaking horrible. So, anyways, uh, you know, enough of that. I just wanted to take that moment to say I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Because that's what normally <laughs> happens. I put my foot in my mouth all the time anyway. So anyway, I hope that you are safe and healthy like I said. And now I want you to get comfortable. I want you to get close to your pup, close to your loved one. Or maybe you're working out. Maybe you're going for a run while you listen to this. Maybe you're working out on the treadmill. Maybe you're lifting the heavy weights. I don't know what you're doing when you listen to this. But I want you to be comfortable. I want you to be happy, engaged in what you're doing. And I want you to feel good. So whatever that means, maybe you take an edible. Maybe you do a little CBD topical cream. Maybe you, uh, maybe you make yourself a nice little uh, spiked lemonade. That sounds nice right now. It's nice and sunny here in Los Angeles. That would be delicious. Uh, maybe you uh, just need some, need, need some tea. I don't know. I don't know who you are, what you're doing. <laughs> but I hope that you can get comfy. Sit back. Relax. And enjoy the freaking... <gasps> All right, hey, hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. <laughs> Today's strength level is goodbyes now the reason it's goodbyes is you know that's a strong you know you leave everyone leaves rooms everyone leaves you know places where you're hanging out with people and you give a goodbye or a farewell and in this case we're tying that exactly to who we're talking to today this is a lovely woman a piano player a composer touring musician all around badass this is the wonderful vicky farewell yay what's up how's it going vicky <laughs> Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only say good because it's like the, like I was, I've been used to saying, oh, I'm doing good. But, but like in hindsight, like, no, not really. I don't think anyone's doing that good. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you were the, uh, one of the last, actually you were, yeah, you were in the band, the last band that I got to play with before all this. Is that the same for you? Mark? Yep. That was the last live performance I did with fellow humans. Yep, that was that was the last time for sure. Dang it's it. like when did lockdown happen? Like, was it like fourteenth? It was like that that same week was when they did shelter in place. Like on that when did ever Gavin Newsom announced it on like that Friday, I guess or that Thursday. Oh, so we that right. on that Tuesday night, and then it was just a couple days later that we were all done. Right. I, I, was, I was on that walk. On that walk with you and the rest of the band, where I was getting my first cancellations, <laughs> and I was like, "Dang, this is starting to hurt." <laughs> yeah, that that was true because I remember you. Like we, you were saying before any of that shit happened, was like, "Oh, I have a gig that like either that same day or like the next day or something." Oh, I, I got this gig, and then literally like two hours later, oh, I don't have the gig anymore. It's right out from under us. Yeah. And I was like, because before I was like, is this really real? Is this really happening? Yeah. And then when you got that that notification, I was like, oh fuck! Yeah. Like it just slowly everything started happening. Like we were supposed to play um, on that same gig. We were supposed to play some right. festivals. Yeah, yeah. And that that got canned really fast, and and everything else. So, yeah. What a weird, what a weird time, man. Well, we'll talk more mm -hmm. about 
we'll talk more about that. Um, you know, because it's like I've said that my last past guest was that like I try I try to kind of keep this show kind of evergreen. So you know, I don't normally talk about politics or the way of the world and stuff, but these it's like impossible to not <laughs> to not talk about. Right. It. Right. It's so specific and weird. It's like well, we have to talk about it. But uh, but the first question I always do ask every every guest is normally, who are you and what are you doing here? <laughs> but that normally works better because people are in my house. But <laughs> we're doing this via Zoom. <laughs> uh-huh. Just who are you? A little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am a musician. I play the piano or the keyboards mainly. And I guess I just kind of like do a little bit of everything. I'm like freelance, freelancing. And also uh, I'm like a producer, music producer as well. Just hustling, I guess. Like that, that hustle life is still in me. And I'm still, I, like as soon as this whole thing ends, like I want to eventually get back into that whole thing. But for now, I've just been like um, producing music uh, with other producers and other artists or just like, on my own, on my own time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's like, that's pretty much what I do. I don't really do anything else with that. Especially now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. I only sit. <laughs> I- <laughs> my duties are sit, lay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> sit, lay, cry a little bit, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, hey, so before we get into like the real like, you know, interview chunk of the show, my favorite thing to do on this show is hype like the music that you do, you know, and share and show people how you, you know, how you roll. So you said okay. you a couple of tracks. Um, and so I thought we'd, we'd start maybe just like right off the bat with a track that you wanted to share. Is that cool? Sure. Yeah. We do you want to do um, Eternal Light? Let's do. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so this is Eternal Light by the Free Nationals. You want to talk about your involvement in that? Yeah, so this song uh, we did, I think on that, I'm pretty sure on on the Free Nationals record that that, uh, came out. This came out last uh, November of 2019. Uh, And I believe this track was like the the newest track on the record because like, the other songs were were like from like three, two, three years prior. And this track that we did was like relatively fresh. Um, and uh, I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it is. And uh, we did this track exclusively with uh, myself, uh, my friend Kelsey, who plays bass in the band, and uh, with Danny McKinnon, who plays guitar, and Pomo, who uh, is just like a genius uh, beat maker in general, just producer in general. And we, we just did it like randomly on a night where all four of us were together. And, and we're like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's a cool beat. And yeah. then I, he, uh, he sent it to me just to have listening to it. And I didn't really, we weren't planning on like, giving it to anyone it was just we just made a beat together and then I, I was around Anderson Pack at the time he was like hey what what have you been making lately and I just played this beat for him and he was like oh, okay whatever <laughs> he just kind of like shrugged it off yeah, yeah. and then one day like uh Chronics was around in his in the studio we were all at Dre's studio and and um I wasn't there for this particular night but Chronics was there and then 
they played that same beat to him and he he immediately like vibed on it and then just wrote the first verse and the hook right away and and like i get the text from ap the next morning <laughs> like not no words nothing he just sends the track and i'm like wait what <laughs> uh, so so he got featured on it and and it just kind of all came together randomly and and then um he had suggested this should go on the free nats record so so that's how it came to be and and it's it's been doing pretty well since so i'm really happy about it awesome all right well then here it is here's here's eternal light by the free nationals Good vibration, yeah That's the positive vibes and we creating, yeah The sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing, yeah Forever shining this light, we keep it blazing, yeah Boy, forever shining this light, hey the Lord, my cup is full and running over All who never like we are gonna love we know Baby girl just text me, say she coming over And when she reach you, want me fit turn off the phone Turn the lights down low, turn up the stereo, yeah Alta Gregory, Isaac, Dennis Brown Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration, yeah That's the positive vibes we keep creating, yeah Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing, yeah As long as we live in this life, we keep it blazing, yeah As long as we live in this life, yeah Ain't nothing wrong with melodies, I touch you so, no they acting like the people don't need it no more Still when she hear that good music she only close She groovy now I know she feeling it for sure She moved to me and rest her bread up on my shoulder Soothingly she tell me if it turn up the sound Have you ever, have you ever been in love? Now bad vibes can't stop this good vibration, yeah yeah, 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 that's the positive vibes and we creating, yeah Sounds that make you feel right, we keep it blazing, yeah Forever shining this light, we keep it blazing, blazing Forever shining this light, ooh yeah
Thanks for sharing that music here on the show. Oh yeah, of course. My pleasure. Do is like is hyping how badass everyone that comes on here is, and just you know, it's cool as hell to see what you guys are involved in and what's happening in the world. Yeah. Before, before quarantine times, <laughs> when you could in a room and make records together. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about quarantine. You know, how are you? How, you said you, uh, you know activities are minimal at these at these days. What's your snack? What's your go to? My snack. Uh, so I have a roommate, my roommate Brad. He's awesome. He's been an awesome quarantine partner, um, and uh, he's been making uh, sourdough bread just like everyone else. But he made sour. He's been making sourdough bread before quarantine, so before all the hipsters got on. So, <laughs> uh, so I've been able to enjoy making um, just really simple, uh, like toast and peanut butter because mm. I love peanut butter and that that's my snack because I, I I haven't been buying like chips or you know just processed food in general as as uh, snacks lately uh, because I I want to look like a snack so <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I keep telling my friends like if if corona gets me uh, like at least I will I will be a snack by the time it gets me so <laughs> Um, but yeah, for now, uh, that's, that's just like my, my go-to snack. Or if I had like, like just some random, like leftovers in the fridge, then I'll heat it up. But for the most part, I keep it, I keep my food really simple and, and, um, relatively healthy, I guess. Are you going to the grocery store and stuff? Or are you avoiding all? Oh yeah, I am. So I, I go like maybe every other week. Uh-huh. every other weekend and when i go i i'm i'm on a mission like it's i'm sure everyone has their own way of doing it but yeah i, I live in la and i actually go to the south bay and sometimes i go to oc to uh-huh. do my shopping oh, wow. and because i think i mean maybe i'm just being like overly irrational yeah. but it's just less crowded there's more space you know yeah. and i i'd rather just kind of do that instead of like going around like more crowded congested areas in LA. Totally. No, I, I feel you. I think I'm gonna have to do that same thing because I just last week on the show I was talking to our last guest Anthony King, and I, and I was talking about how amazing it is that all like the frontline workers at like grocery stores you see them every time you go and they're not getting sick and I was kind of like wondering how that even works you know like they have that much exposure to people. And then I got, and I'd normally shop at that Rock and Roll Ralph's or the Trader Joe's near my place or like Gelson's near my place. So, uh, but like there was an article that came out about Rock and Roll Ralph's just like a few days ago that said uh, they just, they found that there's like 19 cases of COVID in that one store, you know, and I was like, oh, I guess, uh, I guess it is much worse than I had thought like because mm-hmm. they are getting sick and it is horrible. And so I, uh, so now I'm like afraid to go there, you know, but yeah. Yeah, that that as soon as everything really started to hit the fan, like everyone was, you know, everyone was hoarding during that time. Yeah. And and the most places that were being affected were these like big large chain stores. So I I've since that time like have not stepped foot in a Target or or Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Like I've just been going to like uh like smaller groceries, like you know um any of that yeah, like little small local grocers though mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Up right now. Yeah, but sometimes you have to go into like a, a larger chain just to get like very specific items that you need, you know. And and so I've I've had to like kind of like go to a couple places. So when so that's why I say like when I do go shopping, it's a mission because it's like all right, I'm gonna make a list. <laughs> I'm gonna detail this map. <laughs> you know. So yeah. yeah. Um, are you getting enough sun? Are you getting out and get that vitamin D? Yeah, so I'm I'm naturally tan, but um, but I am a little bit tanner now because I've been uh, running outside and and going on walks because I I live uh, near Ladera Heights, Baldwin Hills area, so there's just like some inclines yeah. in the neighborhood. Are you wearing? I, I run. Am I what? I'm sorry. Are you wearing a mask when you run? Yeah, I do. I feel like yeah. that's hard. Doesn't that make it hard to breathe? Very hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm sure it's okay not to wear a mask if yeah. you're outside running and stuff. But then it just it just feels it feels like I'm breaking the rules if I don't. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some eye rolls from people because I like when I walk the dog or something like that, or if I go on long walks, like I haven't been wearing a mask. But I'm but I stay far away from people. You know, I just I'm mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm staying way more than six feet. But you see. Yeah. They're like, oh, geez, you know. I'm like, this, stay away from me. Right, right. Yeah. Month and a half, you know. It's like this. I'm not touching anybody or going anywhere. Exactly. Like I, I might just like pull it down, and I'm not touching anything at all. I'm just running. Sneak one easy breath. Yeah. Like if no, the coast is clear. No one's judging me right now. You know, no one's gonna cancel me. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, I I do I always I always do now like every time I leave the house. But you're right, there's there's a lot of judgy McJudgers <laughs> in these streets. What are you and your roommate doing the past time? Did you are you guys playing board games or puzzling or uh, any kind of new activities you didn't used to do? Um, lately, uh, we we have played. We have a, he has a PS4. Uh, so we have played uh, some video games together, or I, I watch him play, or something. But um, but I I've just been kind of lazy, uh, not lazy, uh, busy. <laughs> busy. Isn't it confusing? Uh, producing music actually in my room because I I'm I'm getting a little bit more uh, session work. Yeah. From this whole thing, and I, I'm kind of like in the middle of like. Gonna work. Just <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so it's like so unfortunate for that. Like uh, it's it's just something to do during yeah. this all this um, time, and uh, and thankfully I can work from home and yeah. not you know not have to be in in someone else's studio. So yeah, are you feeling creative and like able to and like feel good about all that too? Extremely. That's awesome. I feel like I'm extremely. The where I'm getting that work, I'm getting it because I record out of the I've I've been recording out of the house for a long time, but um, but now it's it's the only kind of work, and I'm doing I've been doing some commercials and like different albums and projects and a lot of those quarantine collabs and stuff, but like, mm -hmm. but I, I I'll, I'll get it in my in my inbox or in my Google Drive and stuff the files I need to work on or like the logic sessions, and then I just can't motivate to do it. <laughs> I'm just like, uh. So like it, you need a like you just what I realized during this thing is like it's you I mean like you have to be the one motivating yourself to do it right because you don't have friends around you and people around you to do that for you yeah um but those little like sparks of motivation can come from anywhere now 
it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to come from like a particular person or or like a group of people you're working with and i mean like the other day uh my friends like sent me like some twitter video that went viral and then as a joke was like hey turn this into a beat and then i did and the crazy thing is like i I spent all night until like six o'clock in the morning working on this video <laughs> and I didn't have to do it, but because the creativity was just oozing yeah. out of me that, that I was ex extra productive. That's from that night owl in general. Am I a night owl in general? Um, no, but I can be. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's, that's my problem. Like being a drummer is that's, I've always been a night owl and I love, I've been going to bed like six, six thirty in the morning pretty much this whole time. Like <laughs> I've just completely oh. shifted my day over to nice. that. I, like, I sleep from like six to noon about or six to one, you know, like, yeah. for, like you know, six or seven hours and then, uh, and then keep going. But, but, uh, I'm always hyper creative when it's, when it's like in the middle of the night, but I can't like, I can't just like play drum. You can't make noise. Yeah. <laughs> bother everyone around do you have like a electric drum set drum kit i have like a sps spdsx i do a lot of writing during that time and like editing like editing stuff i did in that day and stuff like that but i want to hit stuff and record stuff and like you know i want to like work but yeah just have to do all kind of computer-based things and quiet things but. Mm -hmm. or just drink beer and watch netflix <laughs> and cry <laughs> take a cry <laughs> <laughs> it goes with. I like you. I've, I've noticed on Instagram you're doing like you like you're doing pics with like different albums. Are you just typing albums? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just kind of like started a like I guess a, a week ago or so. I just I was just like kind of messing around a little bit um, and and trying to like kind of curate a little playlist every day. I mean, I haven't done haven't done it for a day or two now, but I'm gonna get back on it. Yeah. Uh, but cool. I'm glad you notice and enjoy it. And there, a few people have messaged me saying, "Oh, this is great," or "I love this song." Thanks for reminding me. That kind of thing. So it's it's not a very serious place. I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm not trying to like throw parties off of this. But but I but it's a curated playlist where it's like, okay, even if you don't know the song, it could be a, a nice mood music for you have you found a tune or two that you've been hitting like every day that you can't that it's like become your anthem quarantine anthem <laughs> um i i guess like this whole album that i can't seem to stop listening to is uh the, it just came out this year actually and it's 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 a uh, 1988 by knowledge yeah uh, yeah he's a he's a great dope producer and um from, I think he's from Chicago originally, but he's LA based now, I believe. And he, uh, yeah, he's just a great, talented beat maker. Um, he samples a ton of shit, especially like just older, older shit. He's he's like a, he's definitely like a more old school type of a sampler producer guy. Um, but he does it in a way that's just like still modern. It's like it has an old school feel and beat to it, but it's just like creative, and and I, I think he's wonderful. So his his album 1988, I've been listening to like almost every day. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, how far are you? You're, you're like you're running pretty much every day, is that right? I'm trying to, yeah. I, I've been good. Been really good for for the past uh, week and a half. I've been I've been running almost every single day, and I, I am not a runner. Uh, I'm trash at running. I have history family history of like heart disease uh 
and and I and that like that's what's like getting me motivated to run because I, I I don't want to get into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We have a treadmill, and so you know, and so we've been working on that every day, and I've been going on really long walks and stuff like that. But I I, I suck so bad at running. I did I did a six minute mile like a week ago. And it was the first time I'd done that since like high school. <laughs> I was just like, that feels good. <laughs> I, just have, I haven't tried like again to like try to do it that fast. <laughs> I'm like, you know what though? But, but I already, it's only been a week and I already feel way more energy. I'm not like, I don't have major crashes anymore. You know, I'm not like taking naps in the middle of the day anymore. I just have way more energy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I'm just sitting my ass down on my computer all day, I still have energy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I get them. It's I feel like so much better and more energized when like after I've worked out, but I also I just hate working out in general, but right. I've lost yeah. uh, 12 pounds as of now since COVID started. So I'm trying to lose that COVID-19, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> I'm trying to gain it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I haven't started making sourdough. <laughs> you're like, you're That's so weird that that everyone just started making sourdough bread. Like, where, where the fuck did that come from? That's so strange. Like, like, I have a couple of friends that were making sourdough and stuff and all kinds of breads for, you know, way before COVID came around. So they're still posting stuff. And I'm like, you're cool. That's fine. You do that. But all these right. other you better keep on baking for a while before you start posting on I doubt your- it. It's not going to last. <laughs> it's funny it's like everybody just decided to do sourdough too it's like you don't see anybody making like regular rolls or sandwich loaf or pizza everyone's making sourdough what's the deal with yeah. that it's I don't know I think they just like feel lonely so they gotta have like a a, a little pet starter kit to feed every day <laughs> right I mean it's just like that makes sense like you a little pet Less less commitment if you get a dog or something, but but like you know, like it's less commitment. So you, all you gotta do is feed it every day. Yeah, we got several green plants that we didn't have before. We got some like you know some like house plants that that need like daily watering and attention because like we're, we're our schedules are too crazy to like have that kind of thing all the time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, let's do it. Let's get some freaking plants in here. Bring some ozone. Yeah, I got a I got three like little house plants that I've had for a while, but now I'm like, man, I want more plants. I want a, I want my room to be a jungle. I know, that's how I feel. I just want to fill this place. Now that we have like four or five plants, now we used to have just like two succulents, and now we have like all these different things. And I where, did, where did you go? Where did you get some? We at Home Depot, got one there, got some, we got one hanging plant like at Trader Joe's. They have, have a lot of stuff. And then there's like a little flower shop right around the corner from us that has little pl- potted plants and stuff too. Oh, okay. okay so it's just cool. like over the course of that first week, We'd be like mm. in, in or around places and going like let's let's just pick, oh that looks good let's pick that up or whatever you know and like try to add some some life to the apartment because that first week we were like we're gonna be stuck in here <laughs> like we need to do a few things like rearrange some furniture and re- just to give us some more space and more you know that kind of stuff yeah I I got I decluttered my closet all this shit that I don't use anymore and I donated it all yeah. to the Salvation Army so. They those guys are still working. They're still running. Yeah, which is great. Which is really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cra- kind of a crazy time to take donations, but but I guess hey, you know. Other people people need it still. People need it, and everyone's getting rid of stuff. I did. We did the same thing. Like it was that that uh, like 
let's finally see what's in that box that's been in the closet for <laughs> three years or whatever. <laughs> you know, what's been in that drawer for four years? <laughs> like, you know, all the yeah. we completely got rid of so much stuff. Like, in a, we donated some stuff, but a lot of stuff was just, like, pap- papers and, like, random stuff that you just, like, put in a drawer for a long time, and you look at it, and you're like, what? I don't need this weird, you know, business card or whatever. Right. Suddenly, we're, I feel like we're all collectively realizing, man, this is a lot of shit I have that I don't even fucking need. And, yeah. Nothing good. Yep. Um, I was going to, yeah, what's, so, I haven't worn real pants, really, since Mark... <laughs> I'm wearing athletic shorts right now, you know, like so I can work out after this. And uh, so it's like it's either been boxers, athletic shorts, or pajama pants pretty much exclusively this entire time. And I still kind of want to mention that. <laughs> See if you can relate to that. Can, can you relate to the no pants? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I have a roommate, so I'm wearing pants. I can't, I can't just walk around like that. But, um, but. I've been wearing like sweatpants, athletic pants because because I've been running and doing exercise like just yoga and running every day that I'm always wearing that kind of shit anyway. So it's not too much of a difference. But I have noticed that uh, you know how like on Instagram you get you get ads like every every three posts yeah, you yeah, s- yeah. swipe on, and there was an ad for this like. Like stay at home dressed. <laughs> <laughs> stay at home dressed. <laughs> I like this that. Thing was, this thing was like two hundred, three hundred dollars, you know, and like, bitch, I don't need to wear a dress at home. This is weird. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Fashion industry is so weird. They find they they just try to find any angle for us to buy clothes, but it's I'm like, no, no one's wearing a dress right now. Everyone's wearing. <laughs> Sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, so we have, we're going to do some games and things that I've invented um, that are fun, but before we do that, I thought we'd hit this next track um, and, and talk about that. Is that cool with you? Yeah, totally. Sweet. So you said you wanted to uh, share the tune Celebrate by Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about how you were involved in that one? Because you're, yeah. you're buds with Anderson for a long time. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so this track, um, I can't pinpoint the exact year we made it, but it was, it, this is one of like the earliest tracks I made with him. Yeah. And, uh, so this one came out on his album Malibu, which came out in 2016. He got nominated for a Grammy that year, um, yeah. which was awesome. Uh, we lost to Beyonce, but you know, whatever, it's all good. Yeah, we're <laughs> uh but anyway this this track uh i remember um he he i was i i this was when i was still living in long beach and he he had texted me saying like uh he sent me like a couple songs like he sent me a couple like just random songs tracks uh one of them being like a dirty projector song and yeah and uh i I forgot what the other one was, but um, he just said, "Hey, can you can you make something? Can you come up with something that's kind of like this vibe, this this feel?" I'm like, "Okay, sure." And I was just messing around my piano at the time, not you know, not taking it too seriously, just like kind of just working the moment. Yeah. And I re- I recorded myself on my iPhone, just like a voice memo of like a, a little song structure I came up with, and then I sent it to him. Uh, and just voice memo, no click, nothing. It was just like, 
raw, you know, voice memo. And then he was like, okay, cool. And then he chopped it up on Ableton or something and then just like lined up the, the rhythm and the beats of it and sent it back to me. He's like, hey, this is what I'm going for. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like two days later, I, w I met him up at the studio and, and redid the piano parts, figured out the bass line. Just, it was just like me and him collaboration. It was like a 50-50 collabor like, collaboration on this. And um, came back with me uh, a day later, sending me like a full on the whole song, like him singing and writing the verse and everything. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> this is like some like some kind of like Beatles like hit, like r&b shit that that he wrote in my opinion that's what it sounds like to me yeah. and i loved it and he was like oh i'm not feeling the hook very much i'm like are you kidding me that's the best part like what's wrong with you <laughs> and and we just never talked about that song again for yeah. the longest time it was, it was just like around the time where he was just making shit shit ton of beats and just putting them up you know shelving them for until the right time right and then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> without saying anything to me, like, all of a sudden it makes it on Malibu. I'm like, wait, what? This song? Are you, this song out of the other songs that you've made with all these great producers, you choose this one? And, and it became like a, like, it, it's still considered like a B-side song. It's not one of his singles, but, um, but it definitely uh, is a, a favorite amongst a lot of people that I've met. And and I think it's just so sweet, and I, and I'm, that's that's just something I love about about that song is like it 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 doesn't have to be a hit, but it's like still a favorite amongst people. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, well then here we go. Here's "Celebrate" by Anderson Pack and Vicky Farewell, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do without me? It 
be a bad look Talking about what could have been So let's celebrate While we still can Ooh, on a clear day You can see West LA Even downtown I remember when I couldn't see the point But now I'm at the point where I gotta figure it out Thanks for sharing another badass track. Yep. The listeners know that you know we, especially here in the Zoom, the Zoom, uh, what the Zoom, what's the, what should we call it, the Zoom era that we're all living in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like you know we we don't really listen to these tunes together because it would be awkward just like trying to press play at the same time and then just like looking at each other while we listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just turn off my screen. <laughs> nope, you're not allowed. You just have to sit there awkwardly. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. I, I love sharing music from all these, all, all of you guys that come on this show. Um, but so now we're going to get into some games. Are you ready okay. for that? Um, the yep. first, this first segment that we're going to do is a little something called the Compliment Corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The Compliment Corner. So what happens is, in the Compliment Corner, there's a very just simple, nice game. It gives me and my guests a chance to forget how dark and gloomy the world can get. <laughs> and and, and what, what's going to happen is I'm going to look you in the eye via Zoom and give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it on me, give me a compliment that you mean, and we're both going to walk out of this Zoom call one compliment heavier at the end of the day. Okay. How's that sound? Sounds interesting. <laughs> it's a very friendly corner, and uh, you didn't get to hear the theme song just now, but it will be in the actual show. <laughs> okay. So what happens is, okay, so I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, my comment for you is this. Um, I've met you several times throughout the years playing for the Pacifica High School show choir program, you know, and we, and, and we met, and it's, it's a funny thing because I've met so many of my, like, dearest friends through, like, playing for show choirs, which is not any of our main gig, you know, um, uh-huh. but you meet people and uh, very quickly you can get, like, a temperature of if they're a, a cool person or not, <laughs> or not, <laughs> based on how, what the, what they talk about and how much of their, uh, how much of their resume do you get to hear about right away? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and my comment for you is that of all the times um, that I've that I've hung out with you or been around you or like during gigs or rehearsals or you know going to have a beer at a, you know at a bar before a thing or whatever, it's like you, I don't think you ever mentioned anything about what you do outside of the outside of like just our hangs. You know, like you like you you never mentioned anything. You know, and it was like. And I and I I try to do the same thing. Like I, I think everybody that I look up to and admire in this scene 
you know, especially if you've lived in LA for a long time, like you get to rub shoulders with some badass people and do all this cool stuff. But it's the people that come in and go like, oh yeah, I worked with this guy. Like you should respect me right away. And it's like, well, no, I just, <laughs> leave you alone. Mm-hmm. but you have the, uh, you know, polar opposite vibe of that where you're just, uh, you've always been very focused on the hang that's happening at the moment, in my opinion. And it's a, uh, it's such a joy to meet people like you, uh, because it, you just make it so easy to hang and like, and, uh, and then you find out, oh wait, she's a total badass and produces all these cool people and does all this, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, and so that makes me like you even more. It's just like, oh, she, you know, it's like, that's, that's the best kind of thing. That's, that's, I think that's how you want people's opinion to progress <laughs> about you. It's just like, oh, they're so cool. I love hanging out with them. Oh yeah. They're a total badass. That's cool. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, thank you. That's very cool. That's sweet. Yeah, of course. So there's my comment for you, my friend. Okay. So it's my turn, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I've met you a handful of times, and, yeah, through this gig. And uh, I, like, we we were, like, how the band was positioned. Like, I was always <laughs> far side of you. 25 from feet. You. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't really get to interact with you as much as I did with uh, with the other guys who were closer to me. But um, but eventually, you know, we would hang uh, like backstage before we played, and then you know, drinking at the bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and I just want to say, like, you're you. I just feel the same vibe from you. You're just very friendly, easy to talk to, very easy to talk to. And I feel like uh, most. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't give a shit. <laughs> Most musicians yeah. are so awkward, can be so awkward, like not very sociable, and they they just like I feel like they don't have a life outside of you know, uh, A minor seven chords and you know whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and I feel like you have you have more personality than, than most musicians I know. And so that's why I think it, it's cool to hang out with you. And also there, there was an incident that had happened sure. um, during prior to the lockdown thing. And, and it, and I was like being threatened by someone yeah. and you had, you had my back so fast. And, and I, I, I don't, I know I've, I've, thank you for this but i can't thank you enough like for being there for me during that time because that that was like crazy that was a crazy time yeah. and it still brings like tears to my eyes just thinking about that and how you were so like supportive and and just you just had my back and we we just met this year you know it's like like i think there i know people who i've, I've known for years who probably would not do the same shit you know, put their lives in danger just to stay, just to protect me like that. So I, I, I got, I got to thank you for that, and I'll never forget that moment. Oh, thanks. No, of course. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. We don't have to go into great detail about what happened, but it, it was, it was, I was right before all this got so crazy, and the lockdown got crazy, and that was, it was so like, like, like we were all just like bumping elbows and like kind of joking around about the coronavirus at that point, and then, mm-hmm. and then everything, and then just. Uh, it took a really that evening really everything took a real serious turn <laughs> it was like wow yeah. this is a really big deal like you know and then that week was just like a very depressing week <laughs> so hard yeah it hard. was uh it was traumatizing i think that whole week was traumatizing so uh, yeah i always got your back man that was uh that was a, thank that was... you i have yours too man just let yeah. me know say the word all right 
<laughs> One of these days when we we can all be around each other again. <laughs> yeah. When do you think we'll be back, like performing live with each other and like you know hanging out with fellow musicians and stuff again? I think that uh, I mean, you know, if I don't know if you saw uh, Governor Newsom's stages uh, face face uh, outline, but um, I'm like what I noticed was that like, concerts were specifically like the very last phase, right? Yeah. And and I and I, I actually, you know, I, I agree with him. Like that's that's a lot that's a lot of people to put into one room. However, I think intimate performances are going to probably be like the first, you know, the first phase of that. Yeah. So, so I think it it could still happen. I think like mu- live music can still happen in our not too distant future. I hope um, so. Yeah, like as as long as it's just like a few of us and we're you know maintaining like a, a distance from each other, Smart. and and you know we can't hug and 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 shake hands anymore. But but that's fine by me. I'm not offended by that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like a lot of women in general are like, "That's cool. <laughs> Let's not." Let's go. I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey, six feet away from me. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, there are some like perks to that. Like, I'm kind of excited. Like, I would kind of like after all this is done, if we could keep the six feet away regulations, like in general, like especially at like grocery stores and stuff. It's like, can you just stay away from each other? <laughs> yeah. Keep all that stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I've always been a strong uh, proponent for uh, uh space. Bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> space. I mean, you can still be friendly and and you know social, but it's just like give me my space, bro. Like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Be invited in to the to the to the space as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I like all that. I'm really hopeful that things will get back. I. But yeah, we are the last thing in those stages. And and then I, I'm just I'm like I'm thinking even more about just like will people even go to concerts even if they are loud like how many people oh are, are you kidding me I I totally believe there's just going to be a crazy surge of concerts and live performances after this yeah. is all over but the, and the, we're, wow, we're, we're, sick again <laughs> well no, as no, soon no. as it's as soon as there's a vaccine and and mass text testing and and all of that like as soon as it's like I mean, because this is going to end. This yeah. is going to end. It's just going to take a while and a lot of like hard, hard work and self discipline to not go out, you know. Yeah, but 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 as soon as it's over, over like for sure, like concerts and festivals, live performances are just going to be crazy because we we need that. Not we, not just as musicians, but as humans. Yeah, yeah. I just say if you can get that herd immunity up too, like that that'll help. You know, like I think that's what we really need. So I think you know everyone's right. Like you know, we need to get back into, back into some public spaces together and be smart about it and start trying to get over this whole thing. But it's man, mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird feeling though. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Well, I guess we shouldn't even have been talking about this because it gets a little bit dark. And we were in the compliment corner, but <laughs> we're supposed. Oh, to- I didn't think it was getting that dark. I, I was just being a little bit know, of optimism. That's why I'm, I don't want to make anybody. I'm always thinking about like how the listeners feeling and have they listened to enough stuff about the coronavirus or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's just it's what everybody's talking about. It's like it's impossible. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. inevitable to you know, we have to talk about it. But um, but are you ready for our next segment? Yep. Okay. This is a little game called "From Little Baby to Fully Grown Man or Lady." <laughs> Thanks, thing. 
From little baby to full-grown man Or lady You hated a thing, now you love that thing Now you're grown up and you wanna say Thanks to that thing for being a thing In this game, what's going to happen is uh, we'll talk about something that as a child or a baby you used to hate. You used to hate it, and now as a full-grown lady, you're actually really thankful for that to be in your life, and you'll talk about it, and then it gives you an opportunity to say, hey, thanks, thing, for being in your life. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay, sweet. Do you have one already, or should I go first? Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I just thought of one. Right, you triggered a memory. Boom. Let's hear it. All right. So as a kid, specifically in the 90s, um, I hated, I hated anything 80s. <laughs> I just thought it was the most corniest era, like people wearing stonewashed jeans and it's like, it's like tight fitting, high waisted. And I hated that, that, that like condensed compressed snare sound yeah, like yeah. every music you know that came out of the 80s i just hated that that like boomy reverb vibe everything i hated everything about it i hated the chords i <laughs> just was i was a weird kid in the 90s <laughs> i did not like anything 80s and then now i love everything about it because <laughs> i not only do i think it's cool but i even think the corny shit is cool yeah you know, and I, oh my, I love it. What do you attribute that change to? What was the, the gateway? Um, I guess, you know, music, music has this, this, uh, like, I, I really don't think that, uh, music is, um, uh, like that innovative in general. Like, I feel like we, we, we take on things that we're influenced by. Right. So in a way, kind of like stealing ideas from each other. Yeah, in yeah. a nutshell but um but once i became a better musician and and listened to uh more different kinds of styles and the more i listened to the 80s 80s music the more i realized like hey this this is very intelligent well done music like this is not just like stupid you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not what i just said you know yeah. it's, it's there's a lot more complexity behind all of this yeah so um and and that's that's I think that's what started it. And this this revelation came like not too long ago, like within the past like few years for me. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, do you want to say thanks to the '80s then? Thank you, '80s. I love you. I was born in the '80s. I'm sorry, I hated you. Please forgive me. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I was I was born in '87, and uh, so I you know I, I but I don't I, like all the music that I started enjoying when I was young was either classical music or all the pop stuff that was out at the time, all that nineties. So I was a nineties, nineties kid too, but I don't really, I don't remember hating the eighties stuff, but I think like you, I haven't really, I didn't really start enjoying it and like knowing about it really until like college or, you know, later in life when I really started diving around and figuring out, you know, other stuff, but it's cool. What's cool about, I think what you're talking about too, is that just like, it's all about like what the technology was at the time, because like everybody was freaking out about those compressed snare sounds, <laughs> you know, because like, like that was just like whoa, the newest kind of cool thing. It's like oh, this is badass, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then it just completely changed, like the alternative stuff back, you know, like in the '90s, and like the, everything got grungier and different, cooler sounding and stuff. And but now I think we're we're at a stage where we can just use from every era, you know, we can really like mix all these different mediums. That's so really cool. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. Really good thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine, I'm going to go with, is simply washing hands. But long before COVID, I was a big hand washer and a, and a person who had Germex or PRL in my car and stuff. I'm not like a huge germaphobe, but like I, I just like I just hate like going into gas stations or if you have to like use the bathroom on the road or something like that. Like I, I just always want to have like hand sanitizer nearby. And like you're like Nam, for example, you go to Nam and it's like you want to you want to hand sanitize like every 15 minutes there. <laughs> so I'm just so I but like when I was a little kid, I was just a little boy, like a little regular boy. I loved getting dirty and running around and hated taking baths or washing my hands or cleaning of any sort, you know. I preferred to live in, you know, crazy filth, you know, just be muddy and all that. <laughs> just hated it. But now, so now, it's, you know, the, my love of washing my hands that I built has really protected me. And co- because everyone's like, you need to wash your hands, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I already, I already washed my hands. Stop mm-hmm. washing my hands. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> so I'll say, hey, washing hands, thank you for being in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's mine. Um, all right, you ready for the next segment? Oh, yeah. Okay. This next segment is a little game that everybody loves. This is called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. <laughs> when you get involved by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face! In this game, this is an airing of grievances game. Um, so you get to talk about something that's been pissing you off, irking your chain, making you mad in some way. We'll talk about those things and then tell that thing to figuratively get its dang butt out of your face. Does that make sense? Okay. Same thing. Do you have anything in mind right away or, sh- or should I go first? Mm, you should go first. Okay. Um, mine is going to be the unemployment application process. I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had to do this, but it was, you know, first of all, I've, you know, I've been a taxpayer and all this crap forever for like 10, 12 years or something like that. And, uh, you know, running my own independent contractor business and all that stuff forever. And I didn't even really realize that we weren't set up to get un- unemployment benefits if something horrible happened. Like I didn't realize that was a thing really. And then when this all happened, it was like, no, we're not set up for you guys. You guys are kind of on your own. And it was like, holy crap, you know? And uh, I was just like, why am I paying taxes this whole time, you know? Um, but, uh, uh, but I understand why. But at the same time, it sucked. And, uh, then, but then we had to wait so long for it to even be uh, available to apply for. And then the process was crazy complicated and convoluted. And the system just kept on logging me off and stopping. And, like, I had to redo it. And then I'm reading with all my friends and, like, t- like talking to friends that day on the 28th and this all went down. And everyone was having the same experience. I don't know about you, Vicky, if you went through that or, or dealt with that. Um, but I've I've never wanted to go on unemployment before in my life. Like I have friends that would move to LA or New York and be like, oh, I just can't get gigs. I'm just going to go on unemployment. And I'd be like, that's not, dude. Humble yourself and get a job at Target. Pay you pay your bills. Like I did all kinds of side work coming up in LA, you know. Um, but now it's a little bit different. Like it's a hugely different scenario than just like being lazy and not wanting to get a regular job, you know, now you can't get a regular job and there's no way to, you know, no way to make ends meet. So, um, basically my frustration is just that they should have made a different application for us all to fill out (laughs) so that it wasn't just crazy complicated and weird. And they, and I don't know, I mean, the, you know, obviously the, the process itself sucked and we kept on getting kicked off and, 
But I just feel like, you know, I'm, I've been pissed at the government lately. I've been really pissed at the government and how they handled all this stuff. And uh, the unemployment process needs to get its dang butt out of my face. <laughs> That's mine. Um, I still okay. haven't found out if I've been approved for unemployment. This is like a week ago now that I applied and I still haven't found out. Like four days after I applied, I got an email that was like, we, you know, we've created your profile. <laughs> I was like, that's all that's, been, that's all that's happened in four I days. Right. I don't think they like ever give you like a real, like concrete, like clarified notification. Like you've been approved. I think they just kind of like string you along. But that's what's annoying is they do like, you know, like they'll send you they're like, to, like regular unemployment. They'll send you the, the a letter that's like, you're approved, or you're, and this is this is the amount that you qualify for for this many months, or like until this date. And mm. for me, my profile just looks the same as it did. You know, still haven't gotten my stimulus. Did you get your stimulus? What? Yeah, still haven't gotten. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, I got mine like over a week ago. Yeah, this is supposed to be April fifteenth. Now it's May. What's it? Oh, May fourth. Everyone's saying. Oh, May it's already. Oh, right. Yeah. It's like you know. It's just like man. It's just crazy. But I'm not really pumped on the government right now in general. Yep. <laughs> but, I don't think anyone is. <laughs> but that, yeah, so that's my that's my get your dang butt out of my face. That's a good one. That's a great one. Fuck. I don't know like, if I can top that. Okay. So, huh? Man, that's a good one. I <laughs> I wish I could, could pick that one, but I want to keep things more exciting. Um, <laughs> so I guess for me, we're going to get into it. I'm going to fuck. We're going to get into it. All yes. right. For me, it's the boys club. Ooh. Boys club mentality. I've, I've been struggling with this for a long time. I guess my whole life, but uh, now more than like, it's just, it's always bothered me. Like just, just like uh, I guess the the music industry is just full of men everywhere totally. which is fine you know I, I work really well with most men I we work pretty well together but there are a few out there who are so I don't know old school or just like ignorant and and just awful to work with yeah. <laughs> that it bothers me so much and it, it used to bother me so much that I, I wanted to like physically do something about it. You know, I just like, no, I want to, I want to crush the patriarchy so bad. Yeah. But, um, but I also realized like, like I, I, there's only so much I can change. I can't change a person's mind overnight. Yeah. But, but I can, I can control what, how I handle these situations when, when they arise. Gotcha. And, and like, I've, I've noticed that like throughout my career, like uh, when, whenever I run into these kind of issues, like I've always approached them uh, very like gracefully for the most part, but then like, I, I don't let it slide anymore. Right. And, and so I will call things out, but in a way where it's like, okay, maybe this person doesn't get it, so I need to spell it out for them. Yeah. And, and it has worked a lot. I mean, even if I don't change their minds in that moment, at least that memory will stay with them. And then hopefully, eventually, they'll figure it out on their own because it's like, you know, you can't force someone to think the way you do. You just, you can only, like, do so much, and then hopefully, you know, they can, they can figure that out. Yeah, so like that, 
That is something that's always pissed me off, but you know what? Yeah, get your fucking butt out of my face. God damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Boys club. That's right. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. <clears throat> I, I, I also hate that. And, uh... Yeah, I, I, I think we're things are definitely better than they used to be for sure. But, uh, but it's you know it's hard to see that stuff happening, and I'm always trying to trying to help stuff like all that shit be over. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. Mm-hmm. That's a weird. I'm you know don't envy that that position. It's a weird like like uh, it's a weird like codependent group of guys. <laughs> it's like it's weird. It's like you guys are like. Like not really cool people, but you <laughs> but you need each other, which makes it even weirder. I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, so that's that's my take on it. But for the most part, things are way better now than they were compared to like ten years ago, and I, I feel more comfortable now. And I'm not trying to say all oh, men are bad or anything like that, but it, it's just something that's like. I've always noticed, and it's something that I'm not going to be silent about anymore. Like if it happens, I'm going to say something. So yeah, yeah, get in there, fight. You got to fight it. No, I'm with you. Well, hey, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) So we're coming to the end of the show. We've shared some music. We've shared, you know, we've we've played some fun games, got some stuff off our chest, and all that type of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. The final question that I have for all my guests. Is simply, you know, the name of the show is Ryan is super strong, and uh, so my final question for everyone is simply, hey, are you super strong? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I'm a tough. I'm a toughie. Yeah, I like that. So keep in mind, there, you know, there's so many types of strength, you know, whether it be physical or mental or emotional or whatever, you know, spiritual, whatever it is, um, you know, like there are people that either relate to you or love the music you do or like, you know, just like the cut of your jib in general. So I always ask uh, my guests kind of like for some advice, like how, what does make a Vicky Farewell super strong? What's some advice you can give to the listeners who are relating to you now? Um... When I I think we all struggle, um, we all we all go through like different kind types of struggle. But in general, we all we all struggle, right? Yeah. And I think now more than ever, it's it's in the way you handle it. And um, for me, like I've I've been through a lot of shit in my past. So we don't have to get into that, but uh, I've been through a lot of shit, um, and. And, you know, thanks to friends and family that I've had through the years and then therapy as well, uh, it's gotten me to be a lot stronger of a person. Yeah. So I, I like to tell my friends in, uh, in this group chat and then I, I always say shit like, oh, I thrive in chaos. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when things start to get really stressful, I, I don't usually freak out. Um, if I do freak out, I, I don't let it completely take over. So it, it's, it's just a, it's like a muscle. You know, when, when something happens to you, it's, it's like, do your best to, to not lose control of yourself. And the more shit happens to you, the stronger you get. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And, and I feel like I've, I've been handling um, crises a lot better than I've had ever. And, yeah. That's awesome. I really, yeah, it, it's, uh, my fiance and I have actually been talking about this exact topic a ton uh, throughout this coronavirus stuff because, 
we both have pretty storied past as well and we've been through a lot of weird things together and a lot we've had a lot of hard stuff in the last couple of years and um and we feel like even in general like with this this whole thing even though i'm like kind of lacking motivation here and there and stuff like that we this like crises we feel like is just another crisis it's not like the craziest thing it, it is crazy but then you see how other people are reacting or you see the people freaking out and storming you know the grocery stores and hoarding all this stuff and toilet paper and all that crap and you're just like what are you, what's wrong with you guys like chill mm-hmm. out like it's not how you get through a crisis you know like especially if you want to have any kind of team or community at the end of it like you don't just think about yourself like you gotta you know be a part of the solution and try to help out so i i really relate to what you're talking about just like stay you know and i think that i don't think anybody's ever uh, this is like 190 something episodes into the show and i don't think anyone's ever mentioned therapy in the advice section <laughs> like and, uh, typical if there are, if this is a music uh podcast that's typical Everyone always says like cool, cool, like you know, pieces of advice and stuff. But just drink it off, man, bro. Just drink it off. It's all good. <laughs> but it's so true, man. It's just like you know, working on yourself. I think you know, therapy has that like negative stigma on it. Like everything's got to be so beyond your control in order to look for therapy or something. But it's like no, like therapy is preventative and therapy is healing and stuff. Like it's not. It's really awesome. It it's, is because it teaches you like skills that that you don't quite have yet to work on your own and then eventually when things happen you don't have to rely on a therapist anymore you're like my last therapist that i saw was like like four years ago he said like he changed my life he was like i don't want to see you again yeah because if i see you again that means i didn't do a good job so i want to do i want to help you with these skills so you can handle shit on your own yeah and and that just changed everything for me yeah, I like that. I think I think too many people have the idea that it's just you're just gonna uncover how bad your childhood was or something like that, and so it's just bad and negative or something. But it's it's way more about like you said, like the tools that you need in order to get through your day to day, like that you don't have. And uh, that's I have so many things I've learned in therapy that that like help me function day to day, you know, and help me you know not get really crazy mad or get you know or whatever not let mm-hmm. take over and stuff like that that's so yeah I, I really appreciate you just even mentioning therapy as a way to like you know become super strong because it's it's huge so that's awesome oh, it's a big one yeah well hey so that's bringing us to the end of our show the last thing i'll ask you is just about plugs you know where can people listen to music that you're on or fi- follow you on social media or are there youtube videos or website you know what can people you know any live shows coming up <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you want to risk your life <laughs> so i go by vicky farewell v-i-c-k-y farewell f-a-r-e-w-e-l-l uh so i i'm on uh instagram i'm i'm pretty active on instagram uh as far as like posting stories that kind of shit if you want to listen to my um curated little playlist that i do Hell yeah. and um Upcoming stuff, uh, I guess uh, uh, I've been working with uh, Mild High Club uh, for the past couple of years, two, three years now, and we've, we've been working on this new record together, so um, that should should be coming out. Huh. I can't say when or any of that, I'm not allowed to, but it's coming, so just kind of like check back on that, and yeah. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I always take this moment, the plug moment, to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. 
uh, Chris Hackman, who produced the intro and outro music for my show. The Instagram is Ryan is super strong. The Twitter is at super strong Ryan. And I always ask everyone who's listening, whether you're listening for the first time or the millionth time, if, uh, if you can get on Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. So because basically this show has been growing every year it's and it's it's awesome it's getting listened to all over the world and uh, when you guys give a five star rating or good reviews it grows in the algorithms it gets checked out all over so that more and more people hear my badass guests like Vicky Farewell here <laughs> so definitely go and rate and review and help the show grow and be a part of this wacky community um, the last thing I do is I talk to one listener or a group of listeners. Um, but before I do that, I just want to say thank you so much, Vicky, for making the time to come on my wacky-ass show. <laughs> it was Pleasure. awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. You're in badass music. And I look forward to uh, one of these days when we get we get back together and play some music again one, one day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <be> man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Okay, so now um, the show's done, but I want to take—I didn't want to like take candid shots, if like just, I'd rather, can, but I was gonna take some shots of like you talking and stuff like that. Is that cool? Yeah. Cool. So let me just act like—is it—is it candid? Like, oh yeah, like. <laughs> now we should take. Let me see. I'm gonna. I'm trying to like. Normally, it's so easy to get pictures of people because they're like in my house. <laughs> oh man. But this is we'll we'll do a real live one one of these days. Um, okay, so let me see if I can do a screenshot. Okay, you ready? One, two, three. Cool. That should be good. Oh, let me try one more thing. Normally, I always do a selfie, but you're not here, so I'm gonna try to take one with the computer. <laughs> yeah. See it. Cool. Hey. Awesome. Sweet. So yeah, your episode is going to come out next Tuesday. Um, okay. so you'll see like social media for like on Monday. I was like, I was you know post like who the guest is tomorrow kind of thing, and then I'll I'll send you like the links and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, that's it. Cool. Thanks for for having me on. That was fun. Yeah, it's just a goofy thing. Silly silly little show. Um. But yeah, you know, normal. It's just it's been weird doing it like on through Zoom. It's not the same as hanging out in person and goofing around. But at least we have to have a beer together. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So you usually do this in person? Yeah, I normally have people over to the house and like and do it like that, you know. Or and I also have like a little travel set up. So when I'm on tours and stuff, I'll I'll do it from the road mm-hmm. um, with people like in those towns. Like, I've done a lot from Nashville and Chicago, New York and stuff. But the um, but mostly it's just people here. I just have people over and things. But um, so I had a bunch that were canned, like I had a bunch in the, like saved up and banked, and the, but I'm I'm out of those now, so now I'm into coronavirus Zoom interviews, <laughs> <laughs> which it's I mean it's, not, it's it's like not worth complaining about because it's cool that we can at least like still do that, you know. But, I like it. I like these Zoom conference stuff. Maybe maybe I'm just like an introvert or something like that, but um, I enjoy it because it, it's like. I'm more like talkative now, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's 
and not that I'm like a super quiet person in general, but like it's it's you 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 just take advantage of like oh I get to communicate with someone. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Well, it was good seeing you. Good seeing you too. Keep in touch. Yeah, hopefully, get to hang soon. Yeah. Thanks for doing the show, and I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Peace. Peace. All right, and now I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show by talking to one listener, a group of listeners, like I always do. This week is no different, and I will start right now. All right, guys, this week I'm not going to insult somebody like I often do. I'm actually just going to encourage you, you, the listener. We've talked about this before, but the, the, the effect that social media has on us, right? On our hearts and spirits, on our very souls. <laughs> I think right now social media is actually really cool because it's actually kind of kind of actually social <laughs> for once, which is kind of fun. So I hope that if you're someone that's stuck in quarantine and having like a shitty day, shitty week, shitty month, shitty month and a half, shitty 2020... <laughs> like all of us that you know you're not getting down from people that are putting stuff on social media everyone posts their best stuff everyone posts their happiest stuff but you can really rest assured right now that everyone's having a shitty time (laughs) just like you just like me all of us are in the same boat man so if, if i hope that you're just only finding encouragement you know and if you listen to my badass guests like Vicky Farewell here and then go back in the archive for something else to do during this quarantine, you're going to find there is so much encouragement for you and you are a badass. You're a badass. And if you start thinking that way, you'll start feeling that way. I'm telling you, because you really are. So if you do that, maybe one day you'll be super strong too. Just like Ryan.